Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Uh, we've got Owen in the line, right? Good morning, Owen. Welcome to the takeoff. Good morning, sir. And uh, good morning to you. Owen, explain to a layman like myself, um, why is this U.S., um, I guess, president run so important to South Africa? Uh, thank you so much for the question. I mean, the, the U.S. elections are very important to South Africa and to many emerging markets as well because, um, you know, America remains the center of much of global economic activity. Uh, and for those countries that are not doing so well, it remains a very important um, part of, our, you know, <laughs> well, the comment you just made is very interesting. You know, we still receive quite a bit of, uh, of, of aid from, from America. And, yeah. and, and, and one point I want to put on the table is that, I mean, these countries have been raping Africa for many years, taking yeah. uh, resources away from, from our continent. And I don't think that is something that uh, the, 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 the foreign powers are going to stop anytime soon. So it's, we as Africa need to get together and, and, and you know, start speaking with one voice to protect our own materials, etc. I think that um, the, the departure of Donald Trump on one hand starts to, 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 to make it a little bit more, um, you know, palatable to, to have a conversation around Africa from the White House. If you remember very well, uh, Donald Trump called Africa, um, uh, 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 well, uh, yes. Cape Hall. Many, many, many months ago, which he just didn't respect Africa. And I think that what Africa needs is a, is a, is a seat at the table so that uh, our, our issues is got to get discussed there and we work out with something that we, we, we um, you know, something, some sort of uh, respect, if I can put it like that, so that we can start putting our affairs in order. And uh, it's important as well to note that Donald Trump had been very involved in the uh, in the conversation around the dam that's being built out uh, in Egypt, uh, Sudan, and, uh, and, and Ethiopia. Um, that conversation is extremely important. And the conversation around trade with America and, you know, sanctions and things like that for countries like Zimbabwe are going to be very important conversations going forward. Um, and we all know there's a video that's been circulating um, around the border reflecting Joe Biden uh, in 19, uh, I think it was 1983 from the draft, yes. or a few years later than that, where he was fighting, you know, he was talking and saying America must stand up against apartheid. So I think this is someone who's very conscious, who knows what's going on in Africa and potentially how Africa can be given a chance to stand on its own. Uh, we still have the knee of colonialism, we still have the knee of imperialism uh, on our neck, and I'm hoping that he can get us to unshackle that and he can get us to, to have just a seat at the table. We're not asking for donations, we're asking to be respected. But look, you know, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, the, the U.S. presidencies are usually, every, every time the US pres, a new U.S. president gets elected, we, we get excited, we think, you know, Africa is going to benefit from the presidency. Look at uh, President Barack Obama. We didn't see much of a benefit from his presidency. I mean, and he even visited Africa later on in his presidency, um, uh, you know, and, and uh, there, there wasn't a lot of tangible benefits from his presidency. And if ever there was a president that was supposed to drive Africa's agenda, it should have been Barack Obama, but I don't think that we, we saw that uh, happening quite a lot. I mean, um, President Biden still has a lot of work to do in America, particularly to deal with coronavirus, to deal with the issue of, um, of, of Israel and Palestine. You know that uh, President Donald Trump made, um, you know, made big changes to, to the U.S. relationship with Israel by acknowledging, um, you know, uh, Israel and, uh, and Jerusalem as the capital of, uh, of Israel, which is 
invited to play the thing. So he's still got a lot of big things to deal with. He's still got to deal with the economy that side. And I think before we know it, it's going to be end of four years and Africa's expectations of help from Joe Biden are not going to come through. Um, one is just hoping that uh, maybe this uh, this Joe Biden president, which is the gentleman in 77, guys. At 77, I don't know how much energy and caster you have to wake up and solve the rest of the world's problems. You might probably want to take care of what's happening at home. Uh, and therefore, maybe people are starting to talk about 2024 and Kamala Harris. But I really think that um, we need to we need to realize that Africa, we are on our own. We need to start thinking of the continent and getting our presidents to stop polluting and to stop, um, you know, avoiding working together to get Africa to the next level. Um, Owen, uh, we've got about a minute left, right? Um, how about the U.S. foreign policy towards developing nations in Africa? I mean, we all know that Joe Biden um, and Donald Trump disagreed on a lot, but they both agreed um, that the U.S. needs a strict approach to China um, and the nation's rising global influence. How does the U.S.-China relationship affect us? You know, I think that uh, what Donald Trump did, in my view, um, uh, in terms of bringing China sort of, if I can use it loosely, to bring China to order, I think it was the right thing. It was just a matter of the approach in the car. Mm. If you use a different approach, which I'm hoping Joe Biden is going to use, I hope it's going to be it's going to be much more different. And I doubt that there's much that that America can do to influence how China does work with Africa. As long as African countries remain divided, any other country can come into the continent and do whatever it wants. And China is doing exactly that, just like the Europeans do, just like the Americans do when they come and uh, take you know resources. Uh, from, from countries like the DRC, you know, these countries remain burdened with war. So one hopes that, more importantly than anything, we should stop looking outside for answers and start getting together yes. and working together to give Africa uh, an opportunity to be the next big powerhouse relative to China. Owen, thank you so much for sharing that insight with us this morning. Thank you. Thanks, Owen. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.